Section 7 of U.S. Energy Sector Vulnerabilities to Climate Change and Extreme Weather by the U.S. Department of Energy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Patrick McAfee, Merritt Island. Appendix Climate and Extreme Weather Trends in the United States. Numerous observed climate change trends are projected to continue to occur through this century. These trends include increasing air and water temperatures, decreasing water availability in some regions and seasons, increasing intensity and frequency of storms, flooding, and sea level rise. This appendix expands upon historic climate trends and weather events noted in chapters 1, 2, and 3. It also summarizes projections of future climatic conditions across the United States, with a specific focus on climatic conditions that already affect or could affect the energy sector. Recognizing that these changes will affect parts of the energy sector in different ways, and that relative impacts will vary by region, this appendix includes regional distinctions where possible. Brief Overview of Climate in the United States U.S. climate exhibits distinct regional characteristics. Alaska is characterized by long coastlines, large areas of permafrost, and extreme cold temperatures. Parts of the Northwest receive more precipitation than anywhere else in the country. Arid conditions are found in the Southwest's deserts and parts of the Western interior. The Gulf and Atlantic coasts are humid and hot, during the summer and face the risk of hurricanes and tropical storms. Both short and long-term averages and variability in climatic conditions affect U.S. energy resources and demand. An understanding of past and potential future trends is important to optimally manage energy resources, identify potential vulnerabilities, and reduce associated risks. Climate extremes. With its diverse geography, extensive coastline, and range of latitudes, the United States experiences numerous extreme events that, in any given year, may cause billions of dollars in damage. Extreme events that affect the United States may include extreme cold, wildfires, heat waves and extreme heat, drought, flooding, heavy precipitation, downpours, and hail, and hurricanes and tropical storms. Since 1980, there have been more than 130 extreme events in the United States that have caused $1 billion or more in damage. In 2012, the United States experienced numerous noteworthy extreme weather events, including historic high temperatures and droughts above-average wildfires, multiple severe storms that disrupted power to millions, and multiple severe heat waves. Since record-keeping began in 1895, the warmest year recorded in the United States was 2012, with July 2012 being the hottest recorded month. The average annual temperature for 2012 in the United States was 55.3 degrees Fahrenheit, 12.9 degrees centigrade. 
3.2 degrees Fahrenheit, 1.7 degrees centigrade above the 20th century average. In June 2012, wildfires burned more than 1.3 million acres, the second most on record for the month, and a 59% increase from the 10-year monthly average. In mid-July 2012, more than 60% of the contiguous United States was experiencing drought conditions. Climate change, projections and uncertainties. Climate change refers to a significant change in the mean or variability of a particular climate phenomenon, for example, temperature or precipitation, that persists for an extended period of time, typically several decades or longer. In its most recent definition, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, IPCC, specifies that climate change can be a result of natural processes or persistent anthropogenic changes to the atmosphere or land use. The IPCC uses terms such as likely and very likely to indicate the level of confidence the IPCC has about an outcome. Uncertainty inherent to climate models is largely due to some natural processes, for example, cloud processes and ice sheet dynamics, that are not completely understood or not robustly resolved in current general circulation models, GCMs. These issues introduce uncertainty into model output and climate change projections. In addition, the amount of long-term historic data available is not consistent among climate variables, which adds to the difficulty in making future predictions. Table 5, Likelihood Scale from the IPCC Fourth Assessment Report. Term, Likelihood of the Outcome. Virtually certain, 99 to 100% probability. Very likely, 90 to 100% probability. Likely, 66 to 100% probability. About as likely as not, 33 to 66% probability. Unlikely, 0 to 33% probability. Very unlikely, 0 to 10% probability. Exceptionally unlikely, 0 to 1% probability. Modeling future climatic conditions also requires assumptions about global greenhouse gas, GHG, emissions trajectories, which are affected by factors including human behavior, demographic patterns, fuel choices, and economic growth. Selecting a future emissions trajectory adds additional uncertainty to the modeling endeavor. The IPCC modeling teams developed numerous socioeconomic storylines with associated emissions scenarios and narrowed them down to six groups most commonly used. A1 divided into A1FI, A1T, and A1B, A2, B1, and B2. 
no relative likelihoods were assigned. The A1 storyline assumes a world of very rapid economic growth, global population peaking mid-century, and rapid introduction of new and more efficient technologies. A1 is divided into three groups that describe alternative directions of technological change. Fossil intensive, A1FI, non-fossil energy resources, A1T, and a balance across all sources, A1B. A2 describes a very heterogeneous world with high population growth, slow economic development, and slow technological change. B1 describes a convergent world with the same global population as A1, but with more rapid changes in economic structures toward a service and information economy. B2 describes a world with intermediate population and economic growth, emphasizing local solutions to economic, social, and environmental sustainability. Projections of end-of-century temperature change and sea level rise differ between these six emissions scenarios. Whenever possible, this report distinguishes projections related to lower emission scenarios, typically the B1 scenario, from those related to higher emissions scenarios, typically the A2 scenario. In a few cases, this report presents results of studies that used the B2, A1B, or A1FI scenarios. Increasing Temperatures and Related Climate Variables Chapter 1 reviews recent trends and projections for increasing temperatures in the United States. Additional details are provided below on the historic and projected trends by impact type with reference to specific regional examples. Air temperatures. Historic trends. Since the start of the 20th century, average annual temperatures across the United States increased by approximately 1.5 degrees Fahrenheit, 0.8 degrees centigrade. However, since the 1980s, the average rate of warming has accelerated. Over the past 30 years, temperatures have risen faster in winter than in any other season, with average winter temperatures in the Midwest and northern Great Plains increasing more than 7 degrees Fahrenheit. Temperature-related statistics from the past 20 years reveal the increased pace and magnitude of warming. The hottest year on record for the United States was 2012, with average annual temperature of 55.3 degrees Fahrenheit, 12.9 degrees centigrade, or 3.2 degrees Fahrenheit, 1.7 degrees centigrade, above the 20th century average, and 1 degree Fahrenheit, 0.6 degrees centigrade warmer than the previous record warm year of 1998. Since 2000, most of the United States has averaged 1 to 2 degrees Fahrenheit, 0.6 to 1.1 degrees centigrade warmer than the 1960s and 1970s.
the hottest decade on record for the United States was 2000 through 2009. Projected Changes In the near term, 2021 through 2050, average annual temperatures are projected to increase across the United States by approximately 2.5 degrees Fahrenheit, 1.4 degrees centigrade, in a lower emissions scenario, B1, and by 2.9 degrees Fahrenheit, 1.6 degrees centigrade, in a higher emissions scenario, A2, when compared to the climate of 1971 through 1999. The range in end-of-century estimates is much greater. By 2070 through 2099, temperatures are projected to increase by 4.8 degrees Fahrenheit, 2.7 degrees centigrade, under a lower emissions scenario, B1, and by as much as 8 degrees Fahrenheit, 4.4 degrees centigrade, under a higher emissions scenario, A2, in the United States. There are also seasonal differences in projected warming trends. Greater warming is projected in the summer than in the winter for most of the United States, with the exception of Alaska, parts of the Northeast, and northern parts of the Midwest. Heat waves and extreme heat. Historic Trends Heat waves, a period of several days to weeks of abnormally hot weather, often with high humidity, have generally become more intense across the United States in the decades since 1960. Recent heat waves have been characterized by high humidity and high nighttime temperatures. The past decade, since 2000, had the second most extreme heat events on record in the United States after the 1930s. The heat waves of 2011 and 2012 set records for highest monthly average temperatures on record in the United States, exceeding in some cases records set in the 1930s. The largest geographic extent of record highs was in 2012, including both daytime and nighttime temperatures. High humidity levels and high nighttime temperatures have distinguished heat waves in recent decades from those of the 1930s. The fraction of the United States with extremely high, in other words, above the 90th percentile, minimum summer temperatures, has been increasing since the 1970s, and has been particularly high during the past decade, 2001 through 2010. Projected Changes All regions of the United States are very likely to experience an increase in maximum temperature as well as an increase in frequency and or intensity of heat waves. Across the United States, high annual temperatures are projected to increase as are nighttime temperatures. Projections suggest that summertime temperatures that ranked among the hottest 5% in the 1950 through 1979 period will occur at least 70% of the time by mid-century 
under a higher emissions scenario a two heat wave events that are currently characterized to be once in twenty year events are projected under the a two scenario to occur every two or three years by the end of the century over much of the continental United States. Water Temperatures Historic Trends Water temperatures of rivers, streams, and lakes rise as the air temperature rises and water levels drop. Warmer water temperatures can increase evaporation rates, further lowering water levels. Water temperatures have increased in some streams in the United States, particularly during low flow periods and in the Great Lakes, where lake ice coverage has been decreasing since 1970. Projected Changes Water temperatures are projected to increase across the United States. A 2012 study reports that the average summer temperatures of rivers in the United States are projected to increase 1.2 to 1.6 degrees Fahrenheit, 0.7 to 0.9 degrees centigrade by 2040, and 2.5 to 4.3 degrees Fahrenheit, 1.4 to 2.4 degrees centigrade by 2080. Others suggest that water temperatures could increase during this century by as much as 3.5 to 12.5 degrees Fahrenheit, 2 to 7 degrees centigrade. An assessment of California's San Francisco Bay Delta River System projects river temperatures increasing at a rate 0.5 degrees Fahrenheit, 0.3 degrees centigrade per decade through the end of the century under a higher emissions scenario and 0.2 degrees Fahrenheit, 0.1 degrees centigrade per decade under a lower emissions scenario with even warmer temperatures in the delta. The greatest water temperatures increases are projected for the southern part of the Mississippi Basin and along the east coast. Sea ice and permafrost. Historic trends. Since 1951, average annual temperatures in the Arctic have increased at approximately twice the global average rate. Since the 1970s, permafrost temperatures have increased throughout Alaska. The extent of Arctic sea ice cover during summer months has declined, particularly north of Alaska. In 2007, the Northwest Passage was ice-free for the first time in modern history. For the most recent annual Arctic sea ice melting, ending on September 16, 2012, the Arctic sea ice extent dropped to 1.32 million square miles, 3.41 million square kilometers, the lowest value ever recorded. The annual minimum extent was 49% below average and 290,000 square miles, 760,000 square kilometers, below the previous smallest extent, 
which occurred in September 2007. Projected Changes According to the IPCC's fourth assessment report, the extent of Arctic sea ice is projected to continue to decrease. Some models indicate that by the end of the century, summer sea ice could disappear altogether. For every 2 degrees Fahrenheit, 1.1 degrees centigrade of warming, models project about a 15% decrease in the extent of annually averaged sea ice and a 25% decrease in September Arctic sea ice. In addition, permafrost is expected to continue to thaw in the northern latitudes. Length of Growing Season Historic Trends since the beginning of the 20th century, the average length of the growing season, or frost-free season, in the United States has increased by about two weeks, as the last spring day with a temperature of 30 degrees Fahrenheit has been occurring earlier, while the first autumn day with freezing temperatures has been occurring later. This trend is strongest in the western states. The growing season has increased by two to three weeks in the northwest and southwest, one to two weeks in the midwest, Great Plains, and northeast, and slightly less than one week in the southeast. Projected Changes The length of the growing season throughout the United States is projected to continue to increase the largest increases are expected for the western states. Wildfires Historic Trends In 2012, more than 9.2 million acres burned nationwide, with fires setting records in many states, both in terms of acres burned, for example, New Mexico, and economic damages, for example, Colorado. The wildfire activity of 2012 supplanted 2011 as the year with the third most acres burned, behind 2006 and 2007. Although the number of fires was below average, the size of the fires notably increased. In the western states, the wildfire season has increased by nearly 80 days during the past three decades, and the average duration of large fires has almost quadrupled from 7.5 days to 37 days. These increases are attributed to both changes in forest management practices and increasing temperatures coupled with earlier spring snowmelt, drying soils, and vegetation. Projected Changes the frequency of wildfires is projected to increase in some parts of the United States, particularly Alaska and parts of the West. Annual mean area burned in the western United States is projected to increase by 54% by the 2050s, compared to the present day. The frequency of wildfires is projected to decrease in certain regions, although the frequency in others, such as in the Pacific Northwest, may increase by as much as 175%. Wind speed. 
Historic Trends, a comprehensive comparison of eight datasets that included historical wind speeds over the United States from both observational and reanalysis datasets revealed substantial differences in temporal trends in wind speeds among different datasets. The observational datasets show trends of annual mean wind speed, but reanalysis datasets suggest conflicting trends. As climate change research continues, additional insights into historical wind speed trends may become available. Projected Changes While models indicate that wind speeds could change significantly in future years, there is no consistent agreement between GCMs about the magnitude or direction of change. By 2050, average annual wind speeds in the United States could decrease by 1 to 3 percent and by as much as 3 to 14 percent at times in the Northwest, according to a 2008 study. A more recent evaluation of several regional climate models suggests that changes in U.S. wind resources through the middle of this century will not exceed changes associated with historic variability. For example, a comparative modeling study of the same location resulted in two models indicating a 5% increase in monthly wind speeds as well as two different models projecting a decrease of as much as 4%. Cloud cover. Historic trends. Cloud cover data from more than 100 stations indicate that from 1970 through 2004, total cloud cover increased by approximately 1.4%. Increases occurred in nearly all parts of the United States except the Northwest. Projected Changes Understanding how cloud cover and humidity change is important for understanding future solar resource potential. However, the impacts of climate change on cloud cover are uncertain because the response of clouds is difficult to simulate in GCMs. For example, predicting how the distribution of various kinds of clouds will change with increasing temperatures is complicated by factors such as temperature gradients in the atmosphere at different latitudes and the interaction between clouds and regional wind systems. Decreasing Water Availability Chapter 2 provides an overview of recent trends and projections for decreasing water availability in the United States. Additional detail is provided below on historic and projected trends by impact type with reference to specific regional examples. Precipitation Historic Trends Since 1901, Total annual precipitation in the United States increased at an average rate of about 5.9% per century, although there was notable spatial variation. Some parts of the country experienced a large increase in annual precipitation, while others experienced a decrease. 
precipitation has increased the most in the northeast, midwest, and southern Great Plains. In contrast, portions of the southeast, the southwest, and the Rocky Mountain states have experienced decreases. Precipitation trends have also varied seasonally. For example, precipitation decreased throughout the year in the northwest, with the exception of spring, whereas precipitation in the southwest decreased in summer and fall, but increased in winter and spring. Projected Changes Precipitation patterns will continue to change during the 21st century. Average annual precipitation is generally projected to increase, particularly in the northern states, but less precipitation is projected for the southern states, especially the southwest. Average annual precipitation is projected to increase in Alaska in all seasons. Seasonal trends in precipitation may be more relevant than annual trends for understanding regional water availability. The summer is expected to be drier for most of the United States. The winter and spring are expected to be much wetter in the northern half of the country. By the end of the century, winter precipitation in the northeast is projected to increase 20 to 30 percent whereas annual precipitation in that part of the country is only projected to increase by about 10%. Less winter and spring precipitation is projected for the southwest over this century. Snowpack, runoff, and stream flow. Historic trends. Temperature and precipitation patterns affect snowpack, runoff, and stream flow. Mountain snowpack is an important component of the water cycle in the western states, often serving as a natural reservoir storing water in the winter and releasing it in spring and early summer when the snow melts. Millions of people in the west depend on the springtime melting of mountain snowpack for power generation, irrigation, and domestic and industrial use. Runoff, excess water from rainfall or snow melt that does not evaporate, flows over the land and ends up as stream flow. Stream flow influences the amount of water available for power generation, irrigation, domestic supply, and other competing uses. The fraction of precipitation falling as rain rather than snow has increased in many parts of the United States during the past 50 years, reducing total snowpack and increasing the risk of water shortages in the summer and fall. Total seasonal snowfall has generally decreased in southern and some western areas, increased in the northern plains and Great Lakes, and not changed in other areas, such as the Sierra Nevada. In 2012, the nation experienced the third smallest winter snow cover extent in recorded history. Below average snowpack was observed for much of the western United States. This is particularly relevant to the energy sector in areas with snowmelt-driven watersheds, such as the west, 
where the fraction of precipitation falling as rain increased by almost 10% over the past five decades. During roughly the same period, the April 1st snow water equivalent declined at most measurement sites in the west. The average annual decline in the Cascade Mountains was 25%, with losses at some measurement sites exceeding 75%. As a result of earlier snow melt since the mid-20th century, Seasonal runoff has been occurring up to 20 days earlier in the west and up to 14 days earlier in the northeast. The lack of snowfall across the Rockies, Great Plains, and Midwest was a precursor to the record-breaking droughts that impacted two-thirds of the United States during the summer and fall of 2012. Generally, regions and seasons that have experienced increased rainfall have also experienced increased stream flow. Just as precipitation has increased in the Northeast and Midwest during the last century, so has average annual runoff. However, stream flow in the snowmelt-driven Rocky Mountain region has decreased by approximately 2% during the last century. Projected changes. As temperatures increase, more precipitation is expected to fall as rain, not snow, particularly in the northeast and northwest and in mountainous regions across the United States, reducing the extent and depth of snowpack. Snowpack in the mountains of the western and southwestern states are projected to decrease significantly by mid-century. By the 2040s, April 1st, SWE, snow water equivalent, in the Cascade Mountains, is projected to decrease by as much as 40%. Due to reductions in snowpack, earlier snowmelt, and changes in snowfall patterns, average winter and spring stream flows are projected to increase in the western states, summer stream flows are projected to decrease, and peak runoff is projected to occur earlier. Under a higher emissions scenario, A2, peak runoff at the end of the century in snowmelt-driven streams is projected to occur as much as 25 to 35 days earlier compared to 1951 through 1980. Although wet regions will generally become wetter and dry regions will become drier, changes in stream flow are projected to vary spatially and seasonally. The direction of change varies for some regions over time. For example, the Upper Colorado, Lower Colorado, Rio Grande, and Arkansas River basins are projected to experience an increase in average annual runoff in the very near term, but a decrease by mid-century. By mid-century, runoff is projected to decrease in the Appalachicola-Chattahoochee-Flint River Basin near the borders of Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. This region has struggled since 1990 with challenges 
due to ongoing water scarcity. Finally, low flows, the 10th percentile of daily river flow in rivers across the United States, are projected to decrease by the 2040s in both a lower B1 and higher A2 emissions scenario by 4% and 12% respectively and by 15% B1 or 19% A2 by 2080. The greatest decreases in low river flows, reduced river flow for the lowest 10% of daily river flows, are projected for southern and southeastern regions of the United States, where flows are projected to decrease by more than 25% in a lower emissions scenario and by more than 50% in some parts of the southeast in a higher emissions scenario. Droughts. Historic trends. Since the beginning of the 20th century, there has been little change in drought trends at the national level. However, drought conditions vary regionally. Certain regions have experienced more frequent and intense droughts. During the past 40 years, much of the Southwest, Southern Great Plains, and Southeast experienced an increase in drought conditions, whereas the Northeast, Great Plains, and Midwest experienced a decrease. The first decade of the 21st century was particularly dry in the western states. In 2012, more than 60% of the contiguous United States experienced drought conditions. Projected changes. A greater risk of drought is expected in the future, with drier summers and longer periods between rainfall events. Under higher emissions scenarios, widespread drought is projected to become more common over most of the central and southern United States. Overall, the frequency, intensity, and duration of droughts are likely to increase and water levels are likely to decrease. Groundwater levels. Historic trends. In many parts of the United States, groundwater is being depleted at rates faster than it is being recharged, including the High Plains, the location of the Ogallala Aquifer, the California Central Valley, the Chicago-Milwaukee area, west-central Florida, and the desert southwest, among others. In parts of Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas, groundwater levels were more than 130 feet 40 meters lower in 2007 than in 1950. Projected changes. The impact of climate change on groundwater recharge and availability is not well understood. However, a combination of changes in precipitation and increases in evaporation rates, droughts, and competition for water may decrease groundwater availability, particularly in the central and western states, as heavily utilized aquifers experience reduced recharge rates. By the end of the century, natural groundwater recharge in the Ogallala Aquifer is projected to decrease by more than 20 percent 
under warming of 4.5 degrees Fahrenheit, 2.5 degrees centigrade or greater. Increasing storms, floods, and sea level rise. Chapter 3 provides an overview of recent trends and projections for sea level rise and increasing frequency and intensity of storms and flooding in the United States. Additional detail is provided below on the historic and projected trends by impact type with reference to specific regional examples. Tropical storms, hurricanes, and winter storms. Historic trends. The number of landfalling tropical storms and hurricanes in the United States since 1900 has fluctuated over the course of the century. However, the intensity of hurricanes and tropical storms since the 1970s has increased. In 2012, the number of storms that reached hurricane strength was above average, while the number of major hurricanes, in other words, Category 3 or above, was below average. One metric for characterizing the strength of a tropical cyclone is the accumulated cyclone energy, ACE index. According to the ACE index, there was no noticeable trend in storm intensity from 1950 through 2009, although storm intensity has increased more recently from 1990 through 2009. A second metric, the Power Dissipation Index, PDI, shows a strong upward trend in intensity since 1995. Using the same index, the U.S. Climate Change Science Program, CCSP, concluded in 2008 that hurricane intensity in Atlantic has substantially increased since 1970. It is worth noting, however, that technological advances have continually improved monitoring and detecting capabilities, so the increase may be in part or entirely an artifact of improved detection. Winter storms have increased in frequency from 1901 through 2000 in the Northeast and Upper Midwest, and their storm tracks suggest a northward shift. Winter storms in the south and southern Midwest regions have decreased in frequency during the same period. Projected Changes Tropical storm wind speeds and the intensity of hurricanes are projected to increase, including higher peak wind speeds, more rain, and a larger storm surge as atmospheric and sea surface temperatures rise. If sea surface temperatures rise by 3 degrees Fahrenheit, 1.6 degrees centigrade, some projections indicate that tropical wind speeds could increase by as much as 13%, with 10 to 31% more precipitation. Other reports suggest that for each 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit, 1 degrees centigrade, increase in tropical sea surface temperature, wind speeds of the strongest hurricanes could increase by 1 to 8 percent, and rainfall rates of hurricanes could increase by 6 to 18 percent. 
Recent analyses suggest an increase in intensity and the number of the most intense hurricanes over this century. However, there remain significant uncertainties due to the complexities associated with the atmospheric conditions that lead to a hurricane. It is difficult to predict exactly how climate change will affect the occurrence of hurricanes. According to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, the intensity of these storms is likely to increase. Other research suggests that fewer hurricanes will form, but those that do will be stronger. Winter storms are expected to shift storm tracks northward due to changes in atmospheric circulation, although the intensity and frequency of winter storms are highly uncertain. Snowfall along the downwind coasts of the Great Lakes could increase as warming temperatures enhance lake effect snow. Some studies have shown that there is a trend towards stronger North Atlantic storms that could increase the intensity of winter extratropical cyclones, for example, nor'easters, although this is not conclusive. Sea level rise, SLR. Historic trends. Globally, absolute sea level rose at an average rate of 0 0.07 inches, 1.8 millimeters per year from 1880 to 2011. But from 1993 to 2011, the average sea level rose at a rate of 0 0.11 to 0 0.13 inches, 2.2 to 2.8 millimeters per year. The rate of global sea level rise over the last 20 years is double the rate observed over the last century. Relative sea level, the combination of SLR and local land sinking, rose along much of the U.S. coastline in the period 1958 through 2008, particularly the Mid-Atlantic and parts of the Gulf Coast, where some stations registered increases of more than 8 inches. 20 centimeters. Relative sea level is estimated to be rising at a rate of 0.11 inches per year, 3 millimeters per year in Florida, and 0.17 inches per year, 4.3 millimeters per year in the northeastern states. Projected changes. Continued global sea level rise will affect most coastal regions of the United States. Future sea level rise over the rest of this century is projected to increase at a faster rate than over the last century. The projected range of global average sea level rise is described by NOAA with a range of scenarios from lowest to highest. The lowest projection, a linear extrapolation of historic sea level rise over the 20th century, anticipates 8 inches, 0 0.2 meters, rise by 2100 relative to 1992 levels. The highest projection, based on the highest level of plausible contributing factors, anticipates 6.6 feet, 2 meters, of rise by 2100. A confidence interval of 
greater than 90% is ascribed to this range. An intermediate low to intermediate high range for projections of global average sea level rise is 1 to 4 feet, 0.25 to 1.2 meters, based on a set of intermediate assumptions. Other recent work also suggests that a rise in sea level of 4 feet, 1.2 meters, by the end of the century is possible. Projections of relative sea level rise also vary by region. For example, assuming a 2 foot, 0.6 meter, rise in global average sea levels by the end of the century, relative sea level may rise 2.3 feet, 0.7 meters in New York City, 2.9 feet, 0.9 meters in Hampton Roads, Virginia, 3.5 feet, 1.1 meters in Galveston, Texas, and only one foot, 0.3 meters in Nia Bay, Washington. One study of the West Coast found that relative sea level rise in California could range between 0.5 to 8 inches, 1.3 to 20 centimeters by 2030, between 3 to 15 inches, 8 to 38 centimeters by 2050, and between 14 to 47 inches, 36 to 119 centimeters by the end of the century, depending on the rate of sea level rise and location along the coast. Heavy precipitation and downpours. Historic trends. Heavy downpours have increased and the fraction of rainfall coming from intense single day events has also increased. Since the beginning of the 20th century, total rainfall during the most intense precipitation events in the United States has increased by about 20%. Since 1991, the amount of rain falling in intense precipitation events has been above average throughout the continental United States. There are clear trends toward very heavy precipitation for the nation as a whole, and particularly in the Northeast and Midwest. Projected changes. As air temperatures increase, the water holding capacity of the air increases, according to the Clausius-Clapeyron relationship. Typically, with each 1.8 degrees Fahrenheit, 1 degree centigrade, increase in temperature, the water holding capacity of the air increases by 7%. Across the United States, more frequent and intense heavy downpours and a higher proportion of total rainfall coming from heavy precipitation events are projected to continue. Heavy downpours are projected to account for an increasingly large portion of total precipitation in regions such as the Southwest. High rainfall events, which today occur once every 20 years, may occur once every 4 to 15 years by the end of the century in the United States, depending on location, 
with the largest increases projected to occur in the northeast, midwest, northwest, and Alaska. Such events are also expected to become more intense, with between 10 to 25 percent greater precipitation falling in the heaviest events. Floods. Historic trends. Changes in the frequency, intensity, and duration of floods have been observed in many parts of the United States due to changes in the timing and amount of precipitation, although these changes vary by region. Measurements of stream gauges with historical records of at least 85 years show that the greatest increases in peak stream flows have occurred in the upper Midwest, specifically the Red River of the North, and in the Northeast, especially in New York, New Jersey, and eastern Pennsylvania. However, stream flows in the Rocky Mountains and the Southwest have shown significant declines. Projected Changes Floods are projected to increase in frequency and intensity in some regions of the United States. Floods are projected to increase in areas that are expected to receive increased annual precipitation, such as the Midwest and the Northeast. Coastal flooding, resulting from accelerating sea level rise and storm surge, is also more likely. In New York City, under a higher emissions scenario, A2, a coastal flood event that is currently categorized as a once-in-a-century event is projected to be twice as likely to occur by mid-century and is projected to occur ten times as often by 2100. End of Section 7 End of U.S. Energy Sector Vulnerabilities to Climate Change and Extreme Weather by the U.S. Department of Energy Recording by Patrick McAfee, Merritt Island